Welcome back to Conversations with the Mind. I'm your host, as always, Shane Lamaster. Um, this is episode 11. And as always, I want to let our uh, listeners know that um, it's because of you that we um, get exposure and that these conversations go out to the, the masses and in the hopes that people start integrating some of these uh, powerful concepts into their own lives for, uh, for positive change. Um, so... I also want to let you guys know that we're always sponsored by my private practice uh, counseling company, MindOps. You can find us at uh, mindops.com. That's M-I-N-D hyphen O-P-S dot com. Um, you can also uh, donate to the podcast if you want to help us uh, upgrade some of our equipment. Uh, the sound is is regulated purely by my phone right now, so... We're working hard to upgrade our systems and get the message out clear to you guys. Today we have some very special guests. Um, our first guest returns, but in a new light. I think when we did our first podcast, we were just engaged. Now she's my wife. Callie's here. Um, yeah, welcome back. And then my brother is also joining us for the first time. Uh, so say hello, Vince. Hey. Uh, out of anybody on the planet, um, he knows me better than anybody, so... Um, yeah, it should yeah. be an interesting conversation. Um, so, Vince, as, as I usually do with my podcast, I always like to ask my guests uh, just one basic question to get the, the conversation going. So the podcast name is Conversations with the Mind, and I know what that means to me, and Callie and I have discussed what it means to her. Um, when you hear that phrase, Conversations with the Mind, what comes to your mind as far as what you can relate to and, and share with the audience, what your experience is around that. Uh, I don't know, I just kind of see that as having conversations a little, a little deeper than, hey, how's it going, what's up, man, you know? Yeah, sure, so conversations with other people? I guess so. Yeah, okay. And with you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so, I mean that's how I how I start each podcast is just to open it up with that because um, right. that is the title. Um, well, that's what I think of. Right. Damn it. Was, oh, sorry, cats. There's a cat, a rogue cat that came in and was messing with some stuff. So sorry for my profanity. No, it's this podcast is uncensored. <laughs> You're uncensored. I am uncensored. <laughs> Yeah, so Vince is a professional photographer, um, and we'll give you give all the listeners his information, um, so you guys can find him on social media and stuff if you guys want to book any uh, photography services. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll let him talk about that. But that's something that um, you know I've always been impressed with with you, Vince. Is you know even back to well before high school, like. I remember taking high school photo classes with you, um, but even before that, you were already exploring that kind of um, that creative expression that comes from your mind, you know? Yeah, I, I always liked art, and photography was cool, because you could freeze a moment and then save it forever. When did um, you start, like... Um, taking classes and stuff and learning oh, that was in, formally. in high school and then uh, after high school I started working for Casey and since then I've just traveled around with him and learned most of what I know from him 
So I have a question. You um, you went to school. You went to college at CSU. What, what best college ever? Um, for something completely different. For, yeah. And um, so was like photography always kind of like a passion, like oh, that yeah. you never thought you would really like turn into I, like a career. Or? No, it's always kind of my backup. Mhm. Mm something with art and uh, wanted to train horses and got to train some of the best and didn't really, I don't know, didn't really agree with some of it so took a break and was a little worried that I'd never get back to the, the horse industry and so one day I just bought a camera, a camera that I always wanted and I went from there, so. <laughs> um, That's awesome. I also wonder, I don't know a whole lot about horse training. What, like, what is, like, some of the common themes of, like, horse training? Oh, man, Vince used to be, in his competitive days, too, he was multiple-time world champion. I so he know he means. knows competitive mindset you're the champion sure. of the world. The champion of the world! Means that you have the best horse. <laughs> And you compete against the other best horses, and you win. <laughs> okay, so I just based on how well you've trained them, so when they go well, in and like perform. Yeah, it's it's a performance basically, and they're they're athletes for sure, and you got to ask them to do their jobs right, and it's a it's Is a it? lot. It's, it has a lot to do with uh, how the rider can communicate with the horse and how the horse responds and um yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know how deep you, there's you well, can go so we're really, talking like, really deep like conversations that. with the mind right like relating back to the topic of the podcast right like you're literally like i've i've studied um horse and human interaction and behavior as far as like equine therapy goes but for you um like even in the training aspect like you you have to find ways to communicate with this horse to get that message across and yeah. so that you guys can like understand and feel each other yeah, and understand each though. other, right? So that's like a total mind connection right there. Yeah, and, you, and that's, yeah, I definitely always appreciated that, that once you learn how to communicate with them, and they're all different, so you gotta, you know, figure that out, just like people, I guess, and I don't know, they're cool animals for sure. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I always liked him. I always wanted to be involved with the horse industry, but um, yeah, when I stopped training, the photography was definitely my best way in, and now I I think I have the best seat in the house for sure at a horse show. Does it still make you um, wish you could be out there riding? Yeah, I miss it for sure, but uh, you know. Now I want my daughter to show and my wife to show, and I want to see them do it because I've done it. I want them to learn how to do it, and then we can share that. Do you kind of feel like it's like a been there, done that? Like I don't no. need to prove anything in this area. No, I'm not been there, done that. Like I would definitely like to do it again and again, but you know, if there's an opportunity for my wife to ride or my daughter to ride, I'll. I'd much rather them ride than me. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I I miss it, but. Uh. <laughs> so that like, I remember that part of your life 
um, and how involved you were with it at the time, and you know it it occupied a very like sacred place in who you were and like the connection I saw that you had to certain horses. I mean, you still have paintings and statues of certain horses that you competed on from back in the day around your house now that have passed away, you know, and still some alive too. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, for you to, to see what you saw in the industry and be like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I wanted to be a part of it just in a different in a different way different aspect yeah right um and photography was definitely something that i always liked so yeah and it, i think it affords you other opportunities too because you do uh snow those snowboard photo shoots mm-hmm. and you did our wedding weddings yeah all kinds of stuff family. you're gonna do my graduation picture yeah. family graduation portraits senior portraits which don't get me wrong your wedding was fun to shoot and all. That was one of the best weddings I've ever been to. But um, I'd much rather take photos of horses than people. Yeah. They're, they're much easier. <laughs> are you saying that we're ugly? No. <laughs> not at all. But horses are all beautiful. Most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a couple ugly ones. but so as For the most part, they're, they're all pretty easy to get good photos of. So as like a trainer, I guess, then part of your job was to not only train them, but then go ride them at these shows. So you weren't yeah. necessarily training them for another rider. Yeah, well, sometimes you train them for, you're mostly training them for the client to ride. If they're a young horse and the client mm-hmm. um, isn't skilled enough to ride them, then you show them until you get the horse broken up and, and the client enough a rider to ride them and that's the goal is the client usually wants to show them but you know some clients don't so um, just for clarification for the listeners when you say break a horse i i have some background <laughs> on that you're not talking about like beating no. up a horse no. or like no, anything like that rope to ride so that that's it's just an old term <laughs> okay. yeah i think of like not, the old not, west like you're not breaking anything you're <laughs> Like you gotta break it in like a baseball you're glove. Just getting them to accept. Yeah. You. But. That's cool. Yeah. So I had to. I had to clarify that just because <laughs> as a kid I was super oh, obsessed with horses, like crazy obsessed. Um, but I know that not all people might know that term. So. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. I, I don't knew this podcast thing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you did yeah, great. Just I feel like it's not even there. It's um. What? It's not even there. Exactly. See, there you go. <laughs> nice. You're already there. Podcasting's easy, man. Uh, I think more people should do podcasts. Um, it's just about finding the time, you know? I apologize to the listeners uh, that I haven't put one out in the last week. Um, God. I know the numbers are going up on listens, and that's awesome to see. Um, but I also know that means that people are getting into it, and they want to listen to it. So, um do my best with what time resources I have, but I, this kind of this podcast was kind of spontaneous. I sprung it on you guys. Did you? We came over to help. Uh, too much, dude. Okay. We came over Just to uh, help ones. with the gardening. Yeah. Doing some gardening with Vince, which is awesome because we like to have time with our family. Because now I have a super awesome brother, 
not that my younger mm-hmm. brother will ever listen to this, but now I have two really awesome brothers. Well, so I'm the awesome one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, you, you might be. Let's be fair. You you don't call me names, as all little brothers should. Obviously, mm-hmm. call their older sisters names. So. Um, but yeah, so came over to garden. We got to see our niece and nephew. We're super adorable. I'm actually going to be helping Vince with a horse show this weekend. You're going to learn all about ponies. Yeah, so I get to see you work and really learn kind of what it's like to be at a horse show and what they're about. So I'm really pumped about that because, like I said, I was super obsessed with horses when I was a kid. Like, I would check out books at the library that discussed um, the different types of tack and where they all went and how to clean out a stable and a stall and like it was ridiculous like i don't know why you never actually did it nope never had a horse well i I know plenty of people with horses if you want to if you want to clean a stall stall, (laughs) oh i bet they would be happy to have you come out i think i was more obsessed with it when i was in like brush their horse and see that i read about that too there's like different brushes and yeah it's very very technical yeah yeah it was it was a, a minor obsession of mine. Well, you're going to learn a lot about horses. You're going to have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to bombarding you and spending time with my nephew. Yeah, I appreciate well. the help for sure. It's going to be awesome. So we'll, maybe we'll talk about that on a future podcast. My experiences horses. watching horses communicate Are with you humans. Come down, Shane. Um, I have a client in the morning and then. Um, I was planning on going to the Denver Oddities Festival for a couple hours and zoom through there real quick. See if I can pick up some kind of trinket, some odd trinket. And then uh, swing by and see you guys for a quick second and then go up to watch the Conor McGregor UFC fights this weekend. And where's that? Um, that's on it. TV. Yeah, it's on TV pay-per-view and we're watching it my coach's house, Z. He was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. So that should be fun with the team. It's a team event. We get together. <laughs> wrestle. Uh, some, sometimes people wrestle. Me and Courtney used to wrestle. That's these little get-togethers. Events, yeah. Every once in a blue moon. Camping trips that we go on, there is always wrestling that ends up happening so for our listeners i've heard some really awesome wrestling stories about uh vince and shane sometimes they involve no, like concrete and like bell buckles you should not tell these <laughs> yeah she found that scar on my head on your head yeah <laughs> it's like what is this so uh, brothers will be brothers yeah. just so the audience who doesn't have brothers don't when know about this younger. they get a little rough every once in a blue moon he doesn't fight me anymore because he knows I can kick his ass. <laughs> he, just, he just knows it. Which is probably why Shane started jujitsu because he really needed to figure out a way to protect some, protect himself from Vince. Yeah, that's the whole re- motivation this Vince whole time. The beast that he is. Oh yeah, the beast. That I said never again. <laughs> will he pin me to the floor? Never again. Never again. Never again will I taste alcohol. <laughs> Vince just said never again will he taste Alpo. So if there's a few stories about dog food as well. I'll just let you listeners use your imagination on that one. Mm-hmm. So 
I've heard good stories about you too, Gally. What are you talking and about? Live the most boring life. And I'm sure now that Vince is your brother, I mean, we're all gonna start creating brand new weird memories. That's true. I have an embarrassing childhood story about my sister. My sister is seven years younger than me, and um, she used to. We used to play this game where I would have to pretend that I was a dog, and she would jump on my back, and I would have to run around the house on all fours, barking like a dog, and that continued for about two years. And at our wedding, she was planning on telling that story for the toast, hmm. but then chickened out <laughs> because it's kind of an embarrassing story. Um, about how she used to ride her older sister like a doggy. Um, so I could see why she would chicken out on that. But yeah, I think we all have embarrassing sibling stories. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, and I would just create awesome memories. Mm-hmm. That's true. But we have to go through the struggles together to, I don't know, to create that bond that we have today. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you have to go through them, but that was our path. Yeah. We were always a team, though. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> There's a couple times we weren't. Uh, yeah. And we were separated by distance a lot, too, you know. At various times in high school, either me on the East Coast or you um, down in Elizabeth. Yeah. You know. So that was tough. But you really helped me get through the early stages of my recovery, for sure. Cause right after, right after my, um, right after my commitment to recovery, I moved in with you, and you know, asked you to help keep me accountable, and asked you to, you know, help watch over me, and you know, you took care of my dog while I was in in treatment, and you know, you never gave up on me when a lot of people did. Yep, and then I lost my ship and you lived with me and you watched my dog and helped me, you know. Yeah. Had my back when other people did, so. Yep. Yeah. Brotherly love. Yeah. Aww. So for us, it was like the challenges brought it out of us, you know. Either the challenges we put each other through or the challenges that we faced alone but needed the backup. We did some pretty cool stuff though. Uh, by cool stuff, do you mean practicing your Beavis and Butthead impression? Because uh, that Maybe. is by way, far way cooler than that. the most <laughs> incredible thing I've ever heard. So there's something cooler than the Beavis and Butthead impression? Oh, well, we did all kinds of stuff. We took apart a race car, like a remote control car once. Fully took apart the motor and made a little helicopter. What? Remember that, Shane? Mm-hmm. And like fully just remade it. It was pretty fun. That's know, awesome. Blew up a lot of GI Joes. Yeah. <laughs> we used to catch crawdads. Torched a lot of Matchbox cars. A lot of fire was involved in our childhood. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Like we grew up on a lake, so fishing all the time and like making huge mud pits and um, what oh, stick gosh. ball in the park with the with the neighbors stick paintballing ball. the neighborhood oh my that goodness. was me that was you we did stuff like that um 
So, I was, I, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. It's gone. I was gonna ask a very important question. Hey, when that happens. Right? It'll come back. It'll come back. We do a lot of stuff. Um, not all of it good, but all of it memorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty sweet picture at home of you and Shane wearing a, some very bright, silver, shiny shirts. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, mag like metallic was, beautifulness. Was, uh, Chrome. Two, yeah. 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, New Year's Eve, when Y2K was supposed to yep. destroy the world. Yep. Destroy the world. That's what people thought. Or the aliens were coming, or whatever. Um, like, for yeah, I remember that night, kind of. Yep. This particular pruning project, can I prune this back a smidge? Okay. Sorry, we're gardening people. We talked about this. I really like, this is like a, a meditation for me almost because, um, and I talk about this too, like for clients who don't feel like connected all the time, and I totally feel connected, but this is therapeutic in and of itself, but like grounding yourself with... Um, plants and mm -hmm. and horticulture and getting your hands dirty in the earth and just interacting with something natural is so good for you. Yep. Well like um one of my favorite things to do and Shane has been incredible with it is like I like to grow herbs, um like rosemary and basil and he kinda has been pretty great about putting up with my neuroticness. Oh, I love it. Courtney grows them and yeah they're when they're fresh and like First in the, um, you know, yeah, in whatever. Fresh, and you're putting it in recipes. Yeah, and food. that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Thank you. Got you. Yeah, yeah, they're super good when they're fresh. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. But like sometimes it can be like a lot of work for not a lot of like Pay reward. Out. Yeah. So it can get really frustrating. Like I had a fit because some bugs infected my basil, and it took me all summer to get them. Off my basil, and yeah, we haven't had fresh basil because of it, so frustrating. Yeah, I want to try to grow corn next year. Corn, really? It, yeah, Where? it's like I don't know, like eight corn stalks. I just want to see what, <laughs> see what my own corn on the cob tastes like. Probably pretty good. Uh, grow some other vegetables. I know, like pumpkins tomatoes, and zucchinis like, are really easy. Tomatoes are just really hard, so They're difficult. I, I had a tomato plant this year that didn't had one tomato on it all. Pepper. I want to grow some some peppers next year. Mm -hmm. What kind? Anything hot. Oh, okay. So like spicy peppers. Not At like least jalapeno level. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ha yeah. Habanero. Habanero. That's what I'm talking about. So also for our listeners. Um, the LeMaster brothers have this thing of hot sauce. It's um, not a thing. It's like a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> well, we grew up on chips and salsa. That was our one of our favorite snacks, and we would go hot when we were kids. And we grew up in New Mexico for a while, and we just developed this tolerance to it. I still get the allergic response of sweating from um, hot foods, but I don't know. My mentality, I just power through that, and I keep eat. I don't know. I can eat really hot stuff. You I too. Some of it is not tasty. It's good for you. Is it though? Yeah. It's really good, good for your digestive system. 
You're going a little crazy on that. Okay. <laughs> we need to get this done. <laughs> um. So yeah, we uh, went out for Shane's birthday, and there's what? What was that restaurant that had the crazy hot sauce that you were? It was that barbecue place. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I forget. And they have like some famous Dave's. Yep. Famous Dave's, and there's a hot sauce there that apparently is like super duper brutal. Yeah. And um, Shane, you should tell the listeners about your experience with that particular sauce. I don't even remember. Didn't I like get the hiccups or something? With your broken rib. Oh yeah. So I had injured my rib um, in, in jujitsu practice recently. I don't know how. Last year, yeah, I know, but I don't know like how close to that actual event it happened. But it was recent, so it was fresh and it was still popping in and out. And we went there, and I got the hottest. And sometimes hot foods gives me the hiccups. I don't know why, but yeah. and usually it's not a problem. But with a rib that's all messed up, um, my rib kept popping in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out mm. for like a whole dinner. That's fun. I could hardly eat any of this. I ordered this huge platter. Oh, yeah. And I could hardly eat any of it because I was just hiccuping so bad. It was brutal. It was a platter for 10 people. Not um, 10. Yeah, pretty sure it was for like 10 people. 10, small, of it somewhere. 10 small people. 10 <laughs> small people. When we say 10 people, Shane in his mind is thinking 10 Shane sized people, which would probably be about like a banquet table, but for the rest of us normal human beings. It was like 10 people. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I do eat a lot. I was just picturing the banquet table. Full of food? <laughs> yeah, when you were talking about it. You're like, yes. I could do things with that. Yeah. I like food. Food is good. But my relationship to food is much different. I mean, I still eat a lot like I used to, but it's the quality of food and the the different things that I eat these days that makes the difference, I think. I've heard of this uh, concept, Vince, that uh, it's called the no thank you bite. Oh, yeah. Can you explain what the no thank you bite is? Yeah, you have to take at least one bite. I don't don't think it's fair. (laughs) If you know that you don't like it, then why do you have to take a no thank you bite? (laughs) Why can't you just say no thank you, but teaching a kid that just says, I don't want it, and they've never had it, the no thank you bite is essential. Yeah. Because then they like it usually. Nice. Which is really interesting because Vince, you have kind of, um, you kind it's of- all mind tricks. Dead <laughs> mind tricks I play on kids. I feel like Vince, you have a very narrow scope of foods that you like. Yep. But then when, your daughter started eating, it was like fruits and vegetables and all the wonderful stuff that you don't like to eat. That you don't eat. <laughs> yep. Here, here. I'm not going to lead by example on this one. You just do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. No, I started eating a little healthier. Really? A little bit. Yeah? What does that, what, what does that look like for you? A little bit. Yeah, see, we have to qualify that statement with something. What does that look like for you? Like, I don't know. Like, I eat things like fish every once in a while. Wow, fish? That's good. If it's in sushi. If it's in sushi, so you like raw fish? Not by itself, but there's a lot of wasabi on it. A lot of wasabi. 
Shane's kind of the same way. He likes lots of wasabi. I just, well, I can eat it without wasabi too, though. I, I still like, I like the taste. Asparagus. But... I used to hate asparagus. Ooh, asparagus. But are your go to's still quesadillas and things like that? Cheesy things? Yeah. yeah, I can melt cheese real good. <laughs> you can melt cheese real good. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah, my still go-to is still buffalo wings. He eats buffalo wings. At least uh, once a week. I was going to say probably twice a week. So on some weeks, I eat it twice a week. Especially on... if I have leftovers. We get them about every 10 to 11 days, probably. Buffalo <laughs> wings, yeah. Those things are so good. It's one of my vices, but... Wings is one of your vices? Yeah. That's awesome. It's not crack. Yeah, <laughs> at least it's not crack, right? Oh man, that's a tough one. Crack or wings? Oh, crack. Oh, okay. But I don't have a reason to quit eating wings. I'm too good at justifying eating wings because they're, they're protein. They're protein. Mm -hmm. Protein and sugar. Yeah. And fats in the ranch. Mm-hmm. Fats that are not too terrible for you. Well, most fats, for our listeners, most fats aren't terrible for you. But, like, saturated fats are kind of the jury still out a little bit. Saturated fats can be bad for you. Trans fats are evil. Don't eat them. Um, but, yeah, polyunsaturated fats and... Um, Monounsaturated fats are actually pretty good for you. Mm -hmm. So, eat those. I people. like most fats. Yeah? What's your favorite fat? All of them. All of them. Trans fats. Kelly, you also told me that um, there's a reason why, uh, I think this you told me, um, there's a reason why carrots and celery go with um, chicken wings because the, the fiber that you get from the vegetables helps with the, the digestion protein. of the chicken wing itself. And the fats from the ranch, yeah. and the combination is what's beneficial? There's actually a couple different um, modalities. So like in carrots, they have a lot of vitamin A, but we absorb vitamin A through fats, uh, meaning they bind to fats, and that's how we absorb them. So if you're just going to eat carrots all by themselves, um, you're not going to get the full benefit of vitamin A. However, should you dunk your carrots and a little bit of ranch, you're actually going to absorb the vitamins in them um, a little bit better. And the fat-soluble vitamins are A, D, E, and K. All the rest of them, you don't have to eat with the fat. Um, and then the thing about the fiber is, is when you eat fiber, it slows the digestion of um, glucose. So if you get wings with lots of sauce on them, those sauces have lots of sugar in them. And if you decide that you want to eat some celery with your wings, it'll slow the digestion of glucose so that um, it has, you don't absorb as much of it in your small intestines. By the time it moves on to your large intestine, you haven't absorbed as much glucose as you could have. So then you don't um, have too many excess calories from it. So yeah, eat your veggies with your wings. Man, my wife is a freaking nutritional genius. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. I wish. Mm -hmm. But I do love me some nutrition. Now I locked her down. <laughs> I trapped you. That's no, what I, I did. trapped you. Oh, that's true. You might have. Yeah. She body slammed you, so. Yep. That's true. Yep. 
hip tossed. Photo proof. There is photo proof on Facebook. Should you want to see me hip tossing Shane directly after marrying him? I did in fact do that. Yeah. It was planned though. He knew it was coming. Yeah, it was part of the first kiss. And it was pretty amazing. The kiss or the uh, hip toss? All of it. Oh. <laughs> it was all great. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Vince, you must have given him some really good advice at the uh, bachelor at the party. bachelor party? Nope. How to... Uh, Not really. How to, I, how to navigate. What did I say? Don't fall on your dirt bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Don't fall on your dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Um, I did tell Shane his uh, get-out-of-jail-free card will always be a puppy. So if he comes home one day and he's like, well, I accidentally wrecked your car, I hope he has a puppy hiding behind his back because that's the only thing. Well, that's easy. That's going to play KB. I don't have so. one of those. Maybe a horse, but that's... That's cool. kind of expensive. Yeah, but what if I just want to give you a puppy and I didn't do anything bad? That's fully acceptable then, as well. Then if I bring a puppy home, are you going to think like, what did you no, do? Cause then, no, because then you have it stored because then if you do something bad, you'd be like, remember that one time I brought this puppy home? <laughs> then like, you can only use it that See, one time. Yeah. I don't think we can no. build up. It's like she Monopoly wants, like, cards. Dogs. I do want like 20 dogs. Wouldn't it be like a Monopoly card? Like get out of jail free? I, you Vince, you're killing it, me, man. You you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to set myself up to get lots of puppies. Not just that I think Vince is a, or not that I think Shane's a bad guy or anything. Shane just wants a bunch of cards. Yeah. He just cards, wants, what do you mean? Uh, like Monopoly cards. Oh, yeah. Get out of jail free cards. I see what you mean. A bunch of puppies. He's gonna, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go hang out with that guy. Remember two months ago when I got you a puppy? Yeah, there you go. Leaving. Oh, see you later. Bye. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go for a week in Tibet. You better take me. See ya. You're going for a weekend in Tibet. Nope, I got you a puppy. <laughs> I gotta do this on my own. I'll be back. Take care of the five children. Oh my god. <laughs> And go to work. And go to work and take care of the 20 puppies. And all the puppies. And don't forget the puppies. Yeah. Definitely don't forget the I'll puppies. I'll send you a postcard and I'll be back in a week. Especially this new one I just got you. He's not potty trained. <laughs> <laughs> better be potty trained by the time I get back. Hopefully by that time, um, Vince, your daughter, will be a, at a babysitting age. Yeah. So I can tap into that resource. Can I pay your kid to watch my kids? Yeah. Yeah, totally. You can just consider it as a way that I'm like contributing to her college fund <laughs> mm -hmm. by having her babysit. That works. Give her a little responsibility. Yeah, some responsibility. <laughs> We're getting through this gardening at a pretty good pace. I agree. How long do you think? Things are looking good. <laughs> now that Quite Shane hasn't minutes. gone fully ADD on Weeding. 25 minutes. What other delightful topics can we discuss? Yeah, Vince, what, um, so you've been on the road for, what, the last couple months? Yeah, uh, basically, last two months almost. Last two months? And it's all home, photo I've stuff. i home here and now, or here and then. Mm -hmm. But it's, uh, yeah, I went quit my full-time job, went straight to Santa Barbara, I was driving, and drove straight from Santa Barbara to St. Louis, Whew. barely made it for that show, and that whole show was a marathon, like some of the days were 7.30 in the morning till 1.30 in the morning, 
Whoa. And then you got to be back at 7.30 in the morning again That's to do it all over. Yeah, it's, that was pretty crazy. But yeah, so then I went from St. Louis, came home for a week and a half, I think, and then went down to Fort Worth for a nine-day horse show and flew home for one day for your guys' wedding and flew to Tulsa for another nine or ten day show and then yeah got home and just shot another show in town here and leaving tomorrow to get one done in Denver so how's it feel being your own boss good it's I mean it's great but it's a little stressful <laughs> it's sure you got to do everything for sure and it's like yeah I don't have how do I have time to get all these emails and like, it's good to be busy, don't get me wrong. I love it. Um, but I just gotta, yeah, I'm. Gotta find your rhythm. Yeah, I'm still. And there's a lot of, I mean, the taxes are a headache, and. I don't know. There's a lot to it, but it's all, it's all worth it. I'd much rather work for myself. I always wanted to, so. Yeah, it's good. A lot of traveling. I actually might be going back to Tulsa in November. Really? Yeah. I thought that like your season kind of ends. Well, there's other, a lot of photographers out there. And okay. And there's another photographer, I guess, that wants my help. So. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, Casey gave him my number. So you can continue to work in what you thought was an off season. Yeah. Um, has its ups and downs. Always, I mean, there's still shows in the winter, but all the major shows are end of summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lots of traveling, but... Is this your first time away from the family for so long? For that long, yeah. For that long? How was that for you? It was hard. Like, sometimes I'm so busy, like, I don't ha even have time to... FaceTime or call, like, when they're available as well, so some, there's some days I can't talk to them, but I try to every day, and it's hard, but it's good to be home. Yeah, but you're soaking in, like, every, every moment you can. Yeah. And now that you work for yourself, you don't have to, like, go to work. So if you're home, you're home, and you wake up, and you see the kids, and, yeah. you know, you just get to be with your family, you know? Yeah. Kelly and I do not like our schedules. I mean, we yeah. both are gone most of the day, um, but we see each other yeah. most mornings for, like, 30 minutes to an hour, and then we see each other at night after, like, I think that's just a lot of part of being at this age and being married, and that's just kind of what you do. <laughs> yeah, That's you got to be busy, like get through school, get good careers going, all that stuff. You're gonna be incredibly busy, and you're not always gonna be able to see each other as much as you want. So, well, I will say, you know, like I'm always very proud of Shane because you know he works his regular job. He does nonprofit work. He's working on the weekends, seeing um, his private practice clients. You know, so I will say the Lamaster family has incredible yeah. work ethic. You guys are you. some great, some great, hardworking people. Thank you. 
I can be very lazy though. Too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know where I got this I'm from. I'm really good at doing a Homer Simpson mm-hmm. <laughs> thing on the couch, just hanging out. Honestly, I think it was my young exposure to martial arts that, and military school that got me self-disciplined. Yeah. Vince, what about you? What think? What do you horses. think? Uh, horses. Horses. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you want to be the best and you know have the best, win a world championship, then you have to practice a lot and it takes a lot of discipline. Just ride in every day before school. Every day after school. Wow. That's um, like a professional chance. athlete. Yeah. Well, I don't know that much. Like, we're not getting paid. We're paying to do it. But <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, the horses are definitely professional athletes. And you, you treat them as such. They have to be trained and exercised. and Fed correctly. Oh, yeah, everything. So... Yeah, that's that's where I learned the discipline. If if you want to do really well at something, you got to put everything you can into it and not be lazy. So, what's through those experiences that it showed you, like the benefit of putting a hundred percent in? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dang. I try and find things to do. Um, like little moments in every day to do things a hundred percent, you know, like break it down on a micro scale and like, like what we're doing right now, like try to do this to the best of my ability or when I'm at work, try and see, you know, this particular client at this particular time and do my very best in that moment yeah. or when I'm on the mats in jujitsu and I really don't feel like being there because I'm all beat up and broken and sore from earlier in the week and I just like get into the moment yeah do you still find that like since you don't ride the horses or train the horses anymore do you still find that in the moment experience uh, through your photography I mean because you're capturing moments and well, yeah when I watch the horse I'm, I watch every move every they move right? It, right that's I don't know kind of cool but I don't get the same rush I do when I rode. Sure. You know, yeah, maybe. Like that feeling. Nothing like it in the world. But yeah, I remember what it's like though to be in that zone. <laughs> do you have anything that you do that gets you in that zone? Music. Music? Listening to music? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, in performance psychology, we talk about um, the impact that certain music can have on um, a person's psychology. And we can use it, uh, like if you know how to use it effectively, you can use it as a really great intervention tool to like, um, pretty much for like modify or mood modification. So if you want to feel a certain way and you know how to use music to feel that way, you can supplement it almost like a med- like a medicine or medication. Uh, where you can like have better control over your um, over your emotions, over your mood. Yeah. Oh man, it's only Tuesday. What a long week.
So far, so far, so good. It's only Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Got a long ways to go. Yeah, it's all good though. Every day is a good day. Every day is a good day. What do you got playing here in the, in the background? Pandora. Atmosphere radio? Uh, probably Brother Ali radio. Mm. It's nice. That's one, that's one way that you and I, Vince, differed a lot in our upbringing. We went totally different directions in our music choices. That's true. <laughs> I mean, we started out listening to similar stuff, but you really found hip-hop to be more useful, and I found, like, punk rock and then metal uh, no, to I, be more useful. I like punk rock, too. Yeah, I know. Much. I just don't like the heavy metal screaming my face off. Sure. Stuff. You should have seen it, Callie. At, at my bachelor party, Vince and I were standing around the fire and talking about... Um, music genres and preferences for hours. Really? Yeah, we were both trying to explain just like the depth to rap and the depth to heavy metal and awesome. um, yeah, it was really good. It was really deep. But you, I mean, I like all music other than heavy metal. You like I all music listen, except heavy metal? I can listen to country, I can listen yeah. to other, I mean, pop music I can't really do, but let's just start with that. Yeah, you can't do pop. Callie and I's Kryptonite is country music. Yeah, not, we're not big fans of the old country music. You want to see is that box for these? No. Put it in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of it. Mm -hmm. Hi, Judy. He's all up in your business right now. Yep. How old is Belvis the cat? Uh, I don't know. Crazy old. He's old. He's still pretty spry for an old guy. Huh? Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, that was the cat is inattention. Poor. We, I keep telling Callie that, that we grew up with cats, too, but I have yet to find any, like, photographic proof or anything. Really? I have most of the family photos. You have most of the family photos? Nope, I can't find my baseball cards anymore. I'm kind of pissed off. Yeah, I'm like, a lot of my comic books from back in the day are long gone too. I used to have Deadpool's first comic, but not anymore. Thank you. Oh, I don't There's know. There's Toby, summoning Satan. Yeah, that's Vince's other cat. How many cats do you have? Three cats. Three oh. cats, four chickens, two dogs, two kids. And a partridge and a pear tree. The American dream. America. America. You're just really missing the white picket fence. Yeah. That's all right. Is this the life that you dreamed of having when you were younger? Mm, yeah, I mean, I still want to live out of the city and have some acreage. 
kind of away from neighbors and whatnot, but yeah, neighbors. I, I'm definitely happy with well, just cities and traffic in general, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with where we're at for sure. Like five years ago, before we bought this house, we were in that tiny little farmhouse that was. Oh, I remember that. Not even the size of this basement, I bet. Was that the one where you guys had the that satellite internet? Blue sky or whatever? Yeah. And it was horrible? Yeah, I think. No, that was up at the ranch. Oh, okay. And I'm talking about the ranch. I'm talking about the farmhouse down by Jeff and Amy's parents. Remember that? Tiny? Yep. Yep. That's... Yeah, yeah, so I'm really happy with the, where we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely have bigger goals still like what what do you want to do what's your I whoa. told you I want to get huh. land and right kind of like move away and st I can still have my business but I guess that's where I was going is like what's your vision for your business yeah just get, get more horse shows get bigger horse shows get weddings in between to keep me busy whatever I, just, I enjoy taking photos, so... Yeah. Do you think that you'll ever own horses? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. In the next couple years, we'll probably buy at least a pony for Blake. Awesome. That's so cool. Courtney's dying to have a horse, too, so... Maybe we can find one. That's legit. A good one. It'd be cool if we'd get a young one for cheap and kind of get it. Motherfucker. So Blake really took two of the horses right away then. Oh, she loves them, yeah. I mean, to be fair, she wants to ride. Them. She wants to ride every pony that she sees. And... Oh, yeah. That's my girl. That's awesome. She's all, and she's already like, I want to go fast. I want to go fast. Like, <laughs> little, little Ricky Bobby. <laughs> she's not so, even four is she? no so we get her up to the trot like a slow trot on the pony and yeah. she bounces for a second and then she starts to lose her balance and gets a little scared and yeah it's it's pretty funny but she loves him that's awesome yeah she's fun I do when we were your your daughter is gonna be really talented at whatever she does. Uh, I hope so. We, uh, when we were at the beach, um, Windsor Lake for 4th of July, I swear she did an armbar on me. Uh, um, she did, actually, and, pull an armbar on you. And then I was like, that can't be, that's a fluke. And then... I don't think I she's put her gonna be the, a mixed martial artist. Right. Sorry. And I put her back in the same position, and then she did it again. So I was like, that's not coincidence. She <laughs> is gaining some... Well, she may never be a mixed martial artist. I definitely fear for the guy who ever thinks that he's going to overpower her because she's just going to have mad skills. Uh, mm -hmm. With Courtney's ferocity. Yeah, her fury. And her, she's like a phoenix rising. <laughs> and Blake will have Vince's um, demure. Demure? Demure. I was going to say quiet um, and calm. Quiet ones, you gotta watch out. Yeah. yeah. Courtney told us told us that in her uh, preschool class, like all the kids will just be playing and Blake will just be like sitting oh, yeah. by herself, just watching everybody. She's so talkative at home and such a social butterfly when she's with me and Courtney. But 
Yeah, we brought her to school and she just gets really quiet. And like, I'm not like scared or anything. No, right? but you're like, all right, bye, Blake. And she's like, she's like go home. And she's like, okay, bye. And like, it just goes like really quiet and just like, she's not scared. She's just kind of curious what's going on. But that's awesome. She's having fun. Yeah, when I asked her today, she didn't have anything bad to say. No, so well, we already get the response. Like, what'd you do at school today? I don't know, nothing. <laughs> it's like, you're only in preschool. Well, so maybe... She tells us they sing songs and dance and go to recess. And That's awesome. That's pretty much all that they... Well, I don't know. Do you know, when you signed her up for preschool, did you ask those kind of questions? Courtney signed her up. I... Um... No. Um. Yeah, it was. It was just, just kind of surreal bringing her there, though. Really? I, I remember being a little kid going to school, and now it's I'm the parent walking my kid in there. Mm-hmm. Around all these other parents, and it's like, whoa, this is just kind of weird. But and is it like parents of all ages, or most oh, yeah. parents of your age? I think most of them are around my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy flip flop to see, you know. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, you know, most of those parents are all going through the same. Yeah. Emotional upheaval that. Well, maybe if are. it's their first kid. Right. Some of them are there on like their third and fourth kids. So yeah. they, they've done the preschool thing many times. Like, get out of the car. <laughs> Tuck and roll. We're dropping you off. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy leaving your kid out of school, like, all day for the first time. Now she goes four days a week. Soon. It's, yeah, she'll be going all day. Yeah, she only does half days right now, but... Yeah. Prep yourself for that. Yeah. And then when they both go to school, I don't know what you and Courtney are going to do with yourselves. Uh, sleep. Sleep. Take a nap, finally. Yeah, right. We're so tired. Yeah. Yeah, then they'll start sports and whatnot. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, she's already awesome. riding horses. Yep. But yeah, in school, doing sports. That was pretty formative for us, too. Yep. Callie played a lot of sports as well. What did you play? She played a lot of the guy sports too because they didn't have girl teams. Uh, Were you yeah. the quarterback? I was not the quarterback. <laughs> oh. um, I played baseball in high school because they didn't have a softball team. Really? So I played center field. Varsity? Uh, well, we also didn't have enough people for JV or varsity. Oh, so I guess. it was like a six man team? No. <laughs> oh. We had a full team. It's oh. just a. We didn't necessarily have JV or varsity. Oh, just, I got you. So, um, yeah, I played center field. I was nice. one of two girls on the team. Um, definitely enjoyed it quite a bit. At the end of my sophomore year, I was awarded the MVP award. Nice. For um, my work in center field. Most I also uh, played volleyball and basketball and never ran track or anything. I kind of regret that. I guess I should have done that. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed playing sports. I, I definitely liked it. I did gymnastics when I was a kid too. Really enjoyed that quite a bit. Wish I had stuck with that. But yeah, so sports. Yeah. 
So, I want to thank you guys for being on this spontaneous podcast. Yeah. Super spontaneous. Um, we're going to leave the audience Awkward. members to, to themselves, <laughs> but we're going to continue our conversation on this end. Um, so, I just want to say thanks to everybody for listening um, to this spontaneous podcast. I hope you got something from it. Um, I know we did. We love talking about this kind of stuff and building connection and relationships. So don't forget to go to my website, mindops.com. That's M-I-N-D hyphen O-P-S dot com. And Vince, do you want to um, plug anything? Okay. No. Um, Callie, thanks for coming back. Yeah. You're going to be so. one of my um, returning guests many, many times. I imagine I will be. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Bye.